Welcome to the Yellow Corn Podcast. My name is Pops. My name's Kettle. My name's Cornelius. And today we have a special guest. Miss Kim, a.k.a. What was my name? Cheddar. Cheddar. Uh, how would you like to be referred, Miss Kim or Cheddar? I think I'll be Cheddar today. Um, I can't. So what, what, I don't what's even your, remember. I don't even remember how we started it last what's time. Her Just, job? What's her where job? Where do I work? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cut that out. Try not to get too deep. So where do you work, Miss Cheddar? <laughs> Why, thank you for the Miss Cheddar. I work at Monarch Academy. What is your job? I work at the Student Support Center. I am the dean of students. So what does that role imply, the dean of students? So that means that I work with kids who can't be in the classroom to learn whether they've misbehaved or they're frustrated or something's happened where they just can't sit in the classroom and learn that day. Um, I deal with a lot of behaviors and discipline and like emotional stuff. So you're basically a school counselor. Um, not really, because Miss Danielle is a school counselor, um, and she's awesome at her job. I lead that team of people, and that includes the school counselor. So I lead the team of behavior, emotional support people. So you're like a social worker? I actually am a social worker. I'm a licensed social worker. So that's your title, social worker? No, actually not. So it's weird, because not I'm here I'm not the social worker. Miss Megan is the social worker. Miss Leanne used to be. Um, I just happen to have a social work background, and I'm doing my job using that social work background to be the dean of students. So do you enjoy your job? I love my job. Have you ever been to the point, wait, what, what triggers you first? What triggers you? I don't know. What do you think triggers me, Cornelius? You've seen me enough. Um, I think remember back in third grade, I always made it real clear. I just I think lies. Yep, to lies. Be honest. Lies. Yep, lies. I think that's yep, all lies. I would say. I just so needed to be honest. So, has there ever been one point that you've just been really, really mad at somebody because they just like kept lying to you? Kids, no. Kids, I've never been mad at for lying. Well, my daughter, yeah, because she's my daughter. I have no, no, no. Been... kids, you've been like some kid that just lied to you to the point where you got no angry. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I, yes, and I have to remember that they're kids, so I have to walk away. But frustrated is a better. Angry is not the right word. I've gotten very frustrated at probably three students since I've been here um, for the way that they have talked to you talked to me and lied about situations um and I had to really walk away and later we came back together to talk about that and our relationships were better than ever because we were able to have those conversations about some pretty tough stuff um one is actually graduating this year and uh I think that's been a remarkable relationship and it, we've been through some tough stuff have you ever had any problems with your coworkers? Yes, very much so. Can you name one of them? Oh, no, I cannot. No, she can't name them. I will not them. an example. Yeah, but what about um, an example? I think just in general with coworkers, because I work in the student support center, people believe that I should that I should punish kids, and I do not come from a background of punishing kids. I come from a background of understanding kids where they're at. I understand that we have a student code of conduct that has to be followed, so if you do something that's wrong, I have to follow that. But I also want to know why you did it. I want to know what do we do the next time. I need to hear more. It's more of a um, kind of getting to know the student and what makes them trigger, what triggers them. 
um, so that we can, we don't have to do, we don't have to go through this again. Um, and I think that the way that I handle situations, teachers have become upset at the way that I handle things and they don't, and to me, they don't understand how to deal with a kid, the whole student. Um, and so that my clash of how I do things and how they expect something to be done um, has caused a lot of friction between me and, and staff. Yeah. Yeah, this school is um, interesting in the way that it doesn't believe in like strict punishment and how they try and work with the kids. And it's just an overall like interesting school. Like we have a dog walking around and stuff. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I wanted to be here though because it's not different. That really, this school's not that strict. You have to be like you get you get multiple chances at the school. You don't really just do something a year suspended or something like that. You have to get like multiple times. Yeah, and I like that because I think it get, allows kids to figure out who they are. I can think of lots of kids who, in younger grades, they were trying to figure out their world and who now are great people. Um, I know grades are really important, but for me, figuring out who you are and your character is more important, and I think um, that this school provides that. So I can think of some children from third grade who really got themselves together by sixth. I'd say by fifth. Um, Cornelius, would you know anything about that? Mm, I think I know the student we're talking about. Yeah. I've met him before. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, Colonel, we've had some mess ups in the back, in the, in the past with some other students that, you know, you may be aware of that were mistakes and we moved on because we had great conversations about them. Um, so yeah, I like the way we do things here. Yeah. Speaking of dogs though, we, uh, <laughs> Of we have learned something new today about uh what was it you, the left the paw and the right yeah paw. you're the expert on this i'm not the expert but man i was so excited so i was driving my daughter to school this morning and we listened to the radio station and the guy said there is a right paw and a left paw dog and if you figure out which paw your dog is dominant with then you can figure out the personality of your dog so left paw dog if they hold their treat or their bone or whatever they're playing with, they put their left paw over top of it. That means they're a left paw dog, and that means they're very protective, and that they have, like, a gut instinct to kind of sniff out bad people. Um, so, and then if you're a right paw dog, if you put your, if the dog puts the paw on top of the bone or whatever toy with their right paw, then they're a dog who just does whatever he wants and doesn't really care about rules or things you've taught him. Um, so this lady came on the radio station and she worked for the canine training unit for the police department. She saw said, said, said when they observe dogs, uh, puppies for canine training, they look for left paw dogs. So while my daughter and I thought we were just listening to some hooey that was on the radio, it's actually real stuff that happened. So I can't wait to go home and see. I think I have an idea which dog is which at home. Do you have a, do you? Okay, so do you know which one of your dogs is a left paw dog? I think my dog Zane, yes, named after the the person from One Direction that left the band. Um, I think Zane <laughs> is left pawed because she barks at everything. If men come in the house, um, like my brother-in-law, um, Mr. Jonathan has been at the house. Did he bark at you? No, but my brother-in-law who I don't really like that much, um, really, really, like, gave my brother-in-law a fit, won't go near my brother-in-law. 
Um, and then when Raven was, my daughter was a um, baby, um, I had another dog that I believed was left paw because he wouldn't let anyone get near her. Um, so I think it's true. And I, I do. I want to see what happens at home. So have you ever had a like a big dog before that was left paw to right paw? Like a uh, pit bull I, or German Shepherd? I had a pit bull. Um, I don't know what she was because she, okay, so I rescued her when she was three from the shelter and I don't know her history. I just know she, know she was rescued with a litter of puppies from Baltimore City um, and she, I don't know what she was because she, while she was an angel when we were home and she cuddled with us and followed us and listened to everything we ever said, as soon as we left the house, she ate the house. Like she ate the wall, she ate the refrigerator, she ate what was in the refrigerator, she busted out of her cage, I couldn't keep her in a cage. She even, oh, I almost said a cuss word, she got so mad we left one day, she pooped on my sofa. It's okay, we'll bleep it out. Okay, she pooped on my sofa. Like literally looking out the window like, I'm gonna poop on your sofa because you left me. So I don't know what she was, she was just, yeah. So one day I took her outside. And I was going to take her for a walk. We were on the porch and I had her little leash. And um, she saw, a, I didn't even see this puppy up the street walking. And she saw the puppy and she took off out of my grab for the leash. And she ate the puppy and bit the puppy's stomach. Um, and I had to pay $500 to get that puppy fixed. And thank God the puppy was alive. Um, because Colby, that, that was my dog, she... Uh, she could have killed him. And she knocked the old man over. I forgot that part. Uh, the old no. man who was walking her. He was walking with a cane. And Colby oh, knocked the old man over. And he he lost his cane. And it was horrible. And it was, oh, my God. It was so tragic. Fucking and the nightmare. lady and the man wrote the nicest letter. Because I said I was so sorry. And I paid their hospital bills. But I took, I had to take the puppy back. I had to take Colby back to the shelter because I couldn't handle her. I could, I was afraid to take her to the vet. I was afraid to take her for a walk. I was afraid to let her in the backyard to go to the bathroom because I was afraid of what she was going to do. Yeah, pit bulls are, are just a very aggressive species of dog. I feel like not all of them though because I feel like, like we have a teacher here who has a pit who is an angel like i just think he's an angel and now he has a new baby in the house and they are fine together so i think it has to do with like their background yeah because i got colby when she was three so i don't know what, what but pitbull you really her. need to get them when they're young so you can like super yeah. super like right out of can't the really, birth canal can't really like just find it i mean you can but it's gonna be hard to get used to it. yeah i mean because their jaws really are like they're colby's strong. jaws were incredible like i just couldn't believe how strong they were was she a very like uh defined like muscular oh my god yes beautiful and i she never i never took her to run yeah it's like she just was that way because we had a little backyard um and i was afraid to take her out there because we had a dog next door and i was afraid she was gonna go eat that dog too um but yeah she i mean muscles like bulging out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. why don't I, I was just wondering why don't um why don't police use pit bulls as uh like canines? Canines, canines. Are they? They 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 bite, but they're not as aggressive as pit bulls. They like to canines do more sniffing than pit bulls do. Like they use sometimes they use canines to find like drugs and stuff, and sometimes they use them as like in the in the um army or navy seals or whatever. So they have to be very disciplined. Yeah, and I don't know if pit bulls they... aren't that disciplined. Unless you you have to raise the pit bull to use it in a 
canine unit. Yeah, and I also think, too, like the lady this morning on the radio said that for canines for sniffing drugs, they look for the right paw because the right paw do what they want and are, have a lot of energy, and that's the kind of dog they look for um, for a drug dog. Um, yeah. But then the dogs that just kind of help out. And I think, too, the canines for the police, they don't usually, like, sick the dogs on the perpetrator. Yeah, they don't, they, like, get them. So I think, I think the, the regular dogs can be more trained. I don't know. That's a good yeah. research question. Um, now, uh, speaking of, like, substances, right? Has there any oh God, in this school? This in this school, has there been any substances found on like students or teachers or something like that? Look at Oop. you trying to get the school gossip. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to make conversation. We have had conversations with kids about it before, but saying that things have been found on students, I don't think we can say. That. I know some schools have a huge yeah. problem with it. Yeah, it's interesting when I go to trainings over the summer hearing mainly high schools yeah. have a real big issue with substance abuse, um, catching kids with like drugs and alcohol. Um, I would not say that that's something that we really have had to deal with here. That's that's good. I think uh, this school is really um, really has most of its things together, you know? Like some schools, I don't think really actually even know what's going on yeah my daughter uh, went to perry hall middle last year well for some sixth seventh and eighth and she comes here sometimes and she's amazed at what we do but also i went to her school for like different things and was disgusted by the things that they do i mean kids just running all over the place jumping all over the place and the way they talk to each other and to the teachers and my daughter said there were a lot of fights and there were a lot of drugs and different things being passed around. And the teachers, in, in her words, just didn't care. And that's what we get from a lot of kids who are new that come here, um, especially our, our new middle schoolers. They're like, oh, my God, you guys are always watching. You guys are always listening. And I'm like, that's not a bad thing. Like, we need you to be safe. Um, but it's a big wake-up call when you all leave here because high school is so different than, yeah. than Monarch. How do you deal with um – physical altercations at this school same way we deal with everything i mean we get each person's point of view try to figure out what happened um and then look at the student code of conduct if it's a pattern over time we have to send kids to what's called the rat program the responsible actions program so if a student gets into two fights um, they have to complete that before they can come back to school um it's really interesting because a lot of kids, when they fight, like I'm on this big thing, everyone's like, I was defending myself. I was defending yeah. myself. And it's like you weren't defending yourself when you take a strike. Right, Colonel? <laughs> Kettle, Colonel? It's okay. It's a good one. I, I was close. Um, but, yeah, so I'm on this big thing. That everyone's like, it was self-defense. Self-defense is like blocking. And, um, and kids are striking back and saying, I was defending myself. Where parents always give the message, if someone hits you, hit them back. Yeah. So that's a hard thing to, to – you don't want to fight what a parent says. You get it because, believe me, if someone hits my kid, I want her to hit him back too. But I know there will be consequences. Yeah. I just always tell her, like, I'll be supportive of you if you were hitting back versus if you struck first. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, we still listen to them. See, most of the time it's 
it's actually friends fight each other a lot here, which is goofy to me. Um, that's what we'll say is like, aren't you guys friends? They're like, yeah, but they just get angry for one moment. But I appreciate a good fight because you get it out and it's yeah. over with. Boys fight different than girls. Girls drag it on forever. Uh, boys will hit you and be done. And they move on to the next thing and, and they're okay. So fighting, I mean, it happens. Unfortunately, that's our world. But um, still listen to them, see what's going on, see how we can help the next time. What's so. the um? What's the worst, like incident that's like happened with a physical altercation over the years so not since i've been here have we had any that are real serious i heard before i came there was a pretty big incident in which a nose was broken but i was not here for that and people still um yeah i still go back to that story um i was not here i knew the kids involved and i was shocked because both kids are really cool kids um that was your brother what did he say? What happened? Something had happened, and the kid was talking about his his mom and the grand the kid, and he got mad, and the kid said, "What you trying to do against me, son?" Yeah. Huh. Yeah, we haven't had anything like that here that I can remember. Like nothing. See, that's the thing. Like you guys are kids, so things happen. So nothing is like, oh my god, I can't believe that happened. Like. I don't ever feel that way when I leave. I think there are some weird things that happen, but not fights. There are like weird drama. The drama yeah. in the social media, that stuff is ridiculous. Got one last question. So how is, what's your professional experience and experience with the kids? Tell me about that. Like how, like what have you learned about the kids and oh, learned okay. about your professional experience? Um, I've learned that kids continue to be awesome. Um, I've learned that the kids are really perceptive. So while I've never been a fake person, I know that being fake is never going to work. Um, yeah. Kids can sniff that out in a second. Um, and I just love working with them. Like I can't imagine a day not working with kids. I used to work in management for a counseling program and I missed the kids. So I wanted to come back to it and I couldn't be happier than I am now that I came back. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, we uh, have run out of time. Thank uh, you, guys. If you would like to come back and finish, because I, I, I feel like there's a lot more that we could talk about, you're more than welcome to. We might even have a podcast with the guidance counselor. School counselor Cornelius. Cheddar will come back whenever you need her. Thank you. Thank you for being on. Thank you.